0: Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on June 11th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, You'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Mark Gravrock with a gospel reading. The gospel reading for this second Sunday of Pentecost is written in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 9. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, Jesus said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of our Lord. Go and learn, says Jesus. Go and learn what this means. I'm looking for compassion, not for religious practice. Go and learn. Go where, Jesus? Where are we supposed to go and learn this? Or do you just mean go away? Grace and peace to you from God our Creator and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It might be helpful to begin with just a little bit of Bible study. I don't like to do that very much in a sermon because Bible study isn't the same thing as proclaiming God's living Word, but a little word study can help clear away some of the underbrush so that we can hear more clearly. Let's start with Jesus closing words, the last sentence of this passage. I'm here to call sinners not the righteous. Right there, sinners versus righteous. That already seems to set up a pretty sharp dichotomy. Good folks versus bad folks. People on the inside and people on the outside. People that God likes and people that God is not so fond of. If you read the Proverbs or some of the Psalms, that's exactly how it sounds. The righteous versus the wicked. And everybody knows who is who, right? But then there are other Psalms. Psalms that cry out, there's no one righteous, not one. Or psalms where someone who supposedly is righteous grieves their own brokenness. When Jesus says, I'm here to call sinners, not the righteous, is he buying into that either-or kind of language? Or is there perhaps a knowing look in his eye? Is there a wink? Is there a smirk? Who gets to define who the sinners are? And who is it that Jesus seems to want to hang with? That leads us to another word in that final sentence. We've got already righteous and sinners, but there's also the word call. I'm here to call sinners, not the righteous. And notice that Jesus only says call. I think I've most of my life heard this as something like call to repentance, or call on the carpet, or call to a come to Jesus moment. But all he says is call. And the same Greek word that's translated as call is the ordinary word for invite. Listen to how that sounds now. I'm here to invite the so-called sinners, not those who think they're righteous. A little bit different flavor? That's exactly how this story begins. As right after Jesus has called Matthew the tax collector from his booth and Matthew has fo- followed him, that's what, this is what we hear. It happened that Jesus was having dinner at home. Literally, it says, in the house, which begs the question, whose house? Whose home? As Matthew tells the story, it makes most sense that we're talking about Jesus' own home, which in Capernaum, if that's where this took place, would be Peter's home, Jesus' home base there. It happened that, it, as Jesus, that Jesus was having dinner at home and many tax collectors and sin, other sinners came and ate with Jesus and his disciples. Jesus is the host of this meal. Jesus is the inviter. I'm here to invite the so-called sinners, not those who think they're righteous. Now, one more word to look at. We've had righteous and sinner. We've had call. And there's one more word. When Jesus tells the Pharisees, go and learn what this means, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Mercy is an unfortunate translation. I would like to erase it, if I may. Mercy in our language today, we almost always hear as top-down. As I'm being merciful to you, I I will bend down and help you out from my exalted position. A better translation of that word would be compassion or empathy. Feeling with one another, shouldering it together. I desire compassion, I desire empathy, not religious exercise. It happens that Jesus is quoting from one of the prophets, the prophet Hosea, from our first reading this morning Hosea speaking for God says I desire steadfast love that's the Old Testament word I desire steadfast love not sacrifice steadfast love committed relationship the true living out of all of our connections with God and with one another and then the next line in the Hosea passage the parallel line to this one is what I'm looking for is knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings Knowledge of God, this isn't head stuff. It's not doctrine or book learning or theology. Knowledge of God is an understanding of who God really is and an embrace of who God really is in all of our relationships. All of that is packed into Jesus' words. Go and learn what this means. I'm looking for compassion, not religious practice. Okay, enough word study. Let's go on to listen to the story. We're going to hear it twice. First from one of the Pharisees, and second from one of the sinners. Go and learn. That's what Jesus told us that evening. Go and learn what this means. Go learn. I felt stung, stung and just a little shocked. I knew what Jesus was quoting. We were all trained in our Bibles. I knew the prophet Hosea. I could have given Jesus chapter and verse. And so for Jesus to say, go and learn what Hosea meant, that just stung. I'm a Pharisee. In your terms, we Pharisees are devoted church people, committed to God's ways, steeped in the scriptures, seeking to live out God's purposes in every dimension of our lives. That is to say, I'm one of you. And as we searched the scripture, it seemed clear to us That there are healthy ways to live and there are unhealthy ways there are God's paths and there are rebellious paths there are people who seek to follow God and there are people who seem to turn their back on God who you eat with really matters in our culture you only eat with people that you are one with people who share your values and commitments if you eat with rebels if you consort with people who don't toe the mark You are publicly declaring that their ways are okay with you. You are endorsing them. So here was Rabbi Jesus, not only speaking with deviant people on the street, but inviting them to dinner in his own house without asking for any kind of repentance or change of ways or change of thinking at all. It was insulting. It was shameful. It was shameless. And it undercut everything we stood for, everything that God stands for. And so we, a couple of friends and I, we approached Rabbi Jesus' disciples that evening and asked them, what is Jesus doing? Doesn't he know that he's insulting God and tearing apart the fabric of God's community? Well, Jesus heard us talking. He stands up from the table. He walks over to us and looks us in the eye. And the first thing he says Well, it actually made me think a little. It made some sense. He says, it's not the healthy that need a doctor. It's the sick. Well, that gave us something to think about. The sinners, the rebellious, the deviant, maybe their problem is not so much willful disobedience. Maybe it's some sickness of some kind. And Jesus is here to doctor them. But even then, I don't know any doctors that invite their patients home to have dinner with them. Well, while we're puzzling that one out, that's when Jesus hits us with the zinger. Go and learn what this means. I am looking for compassion, not for religious practice. I wish you could have seen the look in Jesus' eyes. There was anger there. Anger as though Jesus were protecting the people at his table, protecting them from us. There was anger in his eyes and a stern rebuke. Go, get out of here. Go and learn your Bible. But there was something else in his eyes, too. A sadness. A sadness for us. Compassion for us. and An understanding of what we were doing and why we were doing it. And even maybe a gentle grief for us. That was more than I could take. I turned and walked away. I almost ran. I could hear him say as I left, I'm here to invite the ones that you call sinners not the ones who think they're righteous go and learn go where go back to the Bible go to the prophet Hosea go and learn what God is really about and how God is seeking to reshape you where am I supposed to go learn that I have spent my whole life studying the Bible Jesus question haunts me could it be that the answer is right there where Jesus was Dining with people that one should not dine with. Go and learn. Go where? Let's hear the story a second time. I could hardly believe it. I could hardly believe it was possible that Rabbi Jesus would welcome me, invite me or any of my friends into his home for a meal. That just isn't done you got to understand, in our culture, if you eat with someone, if you invite them into your home, you are telling the world that you are one with them. I'm one of those sinners that the good church folks so despise. What's my sin? That's beside the point. There are all kinds of reasons that folks like me find themselves on the wrong side of what's proper and accepted some of them are our own failings our own foibles our own brokenness our own sin our own addictions some of it is what happens to us poverty or oppression social forces that knock us out of proper society some of it is just dumb stupid luck the chances of life and some of it is that we just don't fit well none of that makes any difference to the proper people we are just all lumped together as sinners But this Jesus, he's different. He looks at us. He truly looks at us and truly sees us. His eyes, they show nothing but understanding and welcome, maybe with a little sadness for where we find ourselves trapped. And his eyes show something else. He actually seems to like us, to enjoy us. Can you imagine? I couldn't. So there we are in Rabbi Jesus' own home as his guests. were sharing a meal together. We're talking and listening to one another's stories, laughing and crying, listening to Jesus' gracious words. I can't believe it. Well, suddenly there's this commotion over at the doorway. A few of the fine upstanding people, the keepers of right and wrong, they're quizzing Jesus' disciples about what in the world's going on here. Oh, no, I'm thinking we're busted we're in for it now the pillars of society are not gonna put up with this but Jesus just stands and walks over to the doorway he stands tall right in their face he's very gentle about it I don't hear everything he says to them but I hear this much get out of here he says go and learn what this means I'm looking for compassion not sacrifice and then he adds, I'm here to invite the so-called sinners, not the righteous. I sit there and I, s- I smile and wonder, he's choosing us over the righteous folks? Can you believe it? And then, well, I have to confess, I felt all of a sudden just a little bit smug. We have gotten dumped on by the fine folks for so long. It feels good to have the, see them get a little comeuppance. But then... As the Pharisees turn on their heels and leave, and as Jesus turns back toward us, then in that moment, just before Jesus lifts his eyes back to to look at us, I catch the look in his eye. There are tears. As stern as, as Jesus has just been toward them, I can see his love for them, his hurt for them, his grief for them, even as he's turning back in love toward us. Well, he catches my eye right then. He sees me looking at him. And in that moment, I know that his word is for me too. Go and learn what this means. I'm looking for compassion, not rightness. So I'm a little ashamed for what I was just thinking. But Jesus simply smiles at me and rejoins the table. Go and learn. Go and learn who God is. Go and learn compassion. Go where, Jesus? Go here, wherever people are, wherever another person is, and there you will find who God is. There you will find Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel.